Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, we get to speak with Russell Nolte. He is a USA Today best-selling author, publisher, and consultant. He runs the small press publisher Wannabe Press and the Complete Creative, which helps creatives build better businesses. He ran multiple successful Kickstarter campaigns for Ichabod Jones, Monster Hunter, Katarina Hates the Dead, my father didn't kill himself. Spaceship broken, need repairs. Additional campaigns, I can't stop tooting a love story. Monsters and other scary shit. Tutulu is hard to spell. The God Burst Chronicles and Pixie Dust raising over 135000 on the platform to date, including three campaigns that raised over $25,000 each and one that raised $39,000. He's also written several graphic novels, novels, and children's books, all of which can be found on his website, russellnolte.com. Let's enjoy and listen to his incredible journey. Russell, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Awesome, man. So I've been, I, so we connected through matchmaker.fm, which is a brand new service put together by podcast.co. I actually got to speak with the CEO of the pod, of that service. And he told me, you know, how he came up with it. And there was like, everybody was just like, oh, I want to be a guest on the podcast. And so we met through that service and I love what you've been doing. You know, you're a publisher, you're a speaker, you're a USA Today's best-selling author, which is, is really, really cool. And I looked in some of the books that you've been writing really awesome stuff. You know, I always wanted to write and I've written blog posts, but nothing <laughs> this extensive. Uh, I, I was a very bad English composition student. I never finished the class. <laughs> um, but it's really, you know, it's really good to have you. Let's uh, learn a little bit about yourself. You know, tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get started? And, um, what brought you, you know, what brought you here? Sure. So it's interesting because several of my books actually are just collections of blog posts or mm. blog post content. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so my first fiction, my second fiction novel actually was a collection of blog posts about a mm. girl and her best friend trying to solve their father's, uh, one of her, uh, her father's murder. Wow. Um, and then uh, I have two nonfiction books, or both are set up like blog posts. My book, How to Become a Best, uh, How to Become a Successful Author, mm -hmm. is actually uh, just pot, literally. Uh, there's a couple of new things, but for the most part, it's just cold straight from the complete creative archives. Oh, and wow. then uh, uh, my other book, How to Become, How to Build Your Creative Career, is mm -hmm. is uh, is not that, but it is about 50 different blog post style things about what you need to know. Yeah. So it's kind of a survey of everything you need to know. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I've been blogging since 2007 and that's become a big part of especially my fiction 
or my nonfiction writing. My fiction mm-hmm. writing, I only did that one book in the blog mm-hmm. format, but mm-hmm. I did it in the blog format because it was the thing that I was most comfortable with. Is the thing I've been doing the longest as a writer. Yeah. Uh, so I have been a uh, full-time writer since 2015. Mm-hmm. And before then, I uh, still made comics and, uh, and, uh, and I wrote movies and I directed a movie and I started nice. four companies and I uh, did a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, but mm-hmm. nothing really stuck until I launched uh, my company, Wannabe Press. And that was the first yeah. time where like things really uh, and my universe has really coalesced for me. Yeah, so you basically brought everything together that you learned over the years into this realm of, hey, you want to be a, you want to be a writer? Yeah, I, I had directed a movie before then, and I'd written mm-hmm. the script for it, but mm-hmm. I, uh, I really didn't take writing super seriously until yeah. I got in a car accident in 2008, and I was in mm-hmm. a neck brace for six months, so I lost my oh, wow. job as an executive producer of this internet mm-hmm. television network, and I... Uh, I really could just literally do nothing except sit and write. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so at uh, that time I wrote like 10 scripts and I just wow. realized that I could do all of this without having to rely on anyone. And so mm-hmm. I got a, wrote a lot of bad ones, a couple of ones that like ended up being redeveloped or optioned, mm-hmm. but uh, nothing uh, really took off huge from that first collection of scripts, but from yeah. it, I kind of got my groove and I, I, I wrote a, just a ton of different uh, stuff. So I wrote like sci-fi and fantasy mm-hmm. and romantic comedy and horror and thriller. And I just, I just, I, I, I poured all sorts of stuff into those scripts and TVs and movies. And yeah. um, I, I ended up just learning a lot. And from that came, uh, I moved to LA and mm-hmm. I met my first manager my manager introduced me to comics mm-hmm. and uh, comics led me to novels and novels yeah. led me to more novels. And now I just, just this week, uh, finished the first draft, I guess, second draft now of mm-hmm. my um, 18th novel. Wow. That's, that's really cool. That's really awesome. And, you know, talking about writing and talking about how you get into writing, I've, I've taken some master classes or, or, you know, watched some master classes, didn't do much of the homework, like Malcolm Gladwell and James Patterson and Arl Stein has something. And he's like, Arl Stein's really interesting because he's, his courses are, you know, focused around young audiences. So it's like, just start writing anything. You don't even need to think, you know, just anything you, you look around, you just come up and you just start writing it. And, that's how you build that writing muscle and, and having experience with, that, with blogging, you know, since 2007, that's over a decade, right? That's a lot of experience. That's a lot of building that, that muscle. Yeah, I mean, I do think that, uh, that writing fiction and writing nonfiction are two separate things. I have mm-hmm. a very easy for me to write nonfiction now uh, because okay. nonfiction has a point. Yeah. You know, every blog post has like a point that you're trying to get across in that yes. blog post. And uh, uh, unlike when you are writing uh, fiction where you're literally building a universe and things have to like weave together and move together in like a narrative flow yeah. that all supports each other. There's just so much more you have to do in, uh, in, in, in good fiction writing. And I find it to be uh, nearly impossible to, to do good fiction writing. Uh, it's, 
I, I've been doing this. I have systems for everything. Yeah, you got like, uh, like everything in my life has like some system or some product or something mm-hmm. that I've like learned over the years. And while I've been able to write more words in a day, yeah, it has never been been. been uh, I've never been able to figure out a system for like writing work, like writing a novel, and mm-hmm. like not being like a incredibly hard process. Yeah, it is so hard that every time I finish it, I cannot believe that I finished it, and every mm-hmm. time I read through it, I cannot believe that like that like I finished it again. That like yeah. it made sense. That's especially pretty- my books, which tend, tend to have, uh, especially my new series, uh, uh, they tend to have multiple characters. Mm-hmm. So I not only have to get one character's voice consistent, yeah. I have to get four or five characters' voices consistent. And yeah. I have to go back and read like what just happened. And basically every day I write one chapter of each person's book. Yeah. Uh, so like I'll be in like character one and character two, character three, character four. But, and, and then the next day I have to go back to character one and I have to write mm. there and I have to like, so it's, it's, it's quite a bit of, uh, of, 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 of effort. And I just, I've never found a way to one, make it more enjoyable, but two, just like make it not feel like you're giving all of yourself. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's really good. So, so what can, what can uh, our audience take away from, um, you know, speaking with you? What, what would, what is something that you would want to, you know, teach them or, or give them some tips on oh, that they I would? Mean, mm-hmm. I happen to have a free writing course at oh, completecreative.com forward slash novel, which will show you how to write a good book in uh, less than 30 days. Uh, it has it's my four it's like five hours it's everything mm-hmm. from setting world building uh characters structure it's everything that i learned in movies and tv yeah. and just sort of everything i sort of poured into this uh writing course and uh it's completely free for mm-hmm. anyone to take when they want yeah. to it, i'll show you everything including how to write a blurb and description how to find a good cover um uh, uh, you know, how to research genre, uh, uh, how to get in the right mindset. Um, nice. I mean, can I really say something that someone else hasn't said before? Uh, I, I mean, uh, there's just so the, the, the hard <laughs> comes, part is that mm-hmm. like, it's not changed in a thousand years. Like, writing's not changed yeah. in a thousand years. Uh, and yet, uh, still no one has ever mastered it. And if there's yeah. nothing that like, like gets you hope uh, like that. Like, I love that idea that like, I just doesn't matter that like yeah. there's been millions upon millions of writers. They all mm-hmm. stared at the blank page. Yep. Some of them with quill, some of them with parchment, some of them with typewriters, yeah. you know, some of them did typesetting and when the book was like all of that, but and it doesn't matter. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter because like nobody has mastered it. Uh, yep. Many people are experts or like maybe there's, that there's that there's many masters, but there's no one who's ever done it perfectly. And yeah, it's, it's, it's the thing I love about writing is it really brings you back to that tradition of like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Jane Austen had to stare at the same page, yeah. you know, uh, 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 Homer had to stare at the same page that like <laughs> I have to stare at and yeah. it's the same thing. And, and I can show you how to write faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can show you how to write 
better than you do mm-hmm. now, but yeah. um, there's very little the, the, there's very little that is the same really as it was for centuries and for millennia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I now use a computer with yes. Microsoft Word instead mm-hmm. of a typewriter or a quill mm-hmm. and pen or whatever the other thing is, but yeah. we're all dealing with the, the exact same demons dealing yes. with all of the, the empty page and and like how to write faster and how to, to come up with an idea. And I would just say that self doubt too, right? Yes. The crippling self doubt and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. But like it, it heartens me to know that, uh, tens of millions, maybe even billions of people have stared at that same page Mm -hmm. and they've had to make something out of it. Yeah. They've had to figure out what, I mean, it's easier to research now, but most mm-hmm. of my work comes from like mythology and magic. And yeah. these are the kinds of mythology that have been around for thousands of years. And yeah. I'm still like dipping into the same, you know, magic, mythology, fantasy type worlds. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 it's, it's a very weird hobby mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or very weird job. Uh, <laughs> But it, it gives you it gives you passion, right? It gives you motivation to keep doing it because it it serves it it fulfills you. Well, you know, I also run a podcast in two other companies, and I've dealt with <laughs> severe depression for my whole life. And the mm. only thing that that like tamps down that 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 severe depression is mm. writing fiction. Not yeah. even writing nonfiction. It's yeah. writing fiction. Yeah. I get satisfaction on conveying a concept. Uh, well to somebody that they enjoy yeah. when I write nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the same. It doesn't like flush out the anxiety that I have or any of that stuff. Like that literally only happens from fiction. And it only happens from a very, very specific kind of fiction too. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I just kind of have learned to turn into the skid and like my stuff may not be the most commercial stuff that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not romance. It's not thriller. It's not in one of the top categories. Yeah. Um, I'm usually not one of the top hundred authors on Amazon, but mm-hmm. like I, I do all right. And my, and, and, and like the work, I don't know if it fulfills me. It, 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 it tempers my anxiety at the very least. Okay. Um, so I don't know if I have a tip, like my, <laughs> My tip is if you could do something else, go do it because yeah. uh, books are everything that someone would tell you, uh, every, everything that somebody would tell you in, uh, in, 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 in business school mm-hmm. is a bad idea. Mm. Um, uh, uh, books fall into that. They are low margin. Mm. They are low cost. They are, uh, they are uh, uh, generally frivolous purchases that yeah. you don't absolutely need. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they, uh, the, the only advantage of them is you can ship them media mail, uh, but so you can DVDs and other, uh, and other media products. Uh, there are just infinite amounts of competition. There yeah. are infinite amounts of free books and there's infinite amount of, uh, of, of, of big players in the space. There's a ton uh, and there's, yeah. and, and the places you're selling them to need massive margins off to, yeah. uh, to stay in business. So you literally like, pretty much are walking into a friggin' nightmare. Uh, a, a, a business person's nightmare uh, is publishing. 
Uh, so if you can do anything else, so what, uh, even what in else, art, what other thing would you recommend? Like what, what do you enjoy the most in all of the four, four different things that you do? The writing, uh, but that's the only reason why I do it is because I literally can't not do love. it. It is a compulsion for yeah. me to do it. Yeah. Um, I have found ways to incorporate business tactics into mm -hmm. the writing that make it more like the make me be able to do better than most yeah. other authors do yeah. uh, at the end of the day. But still, it's like it's a volume game and you do it not want to be in a volume game at the end of the day. Like you really want to be in a game where like you could sell 50 people and if you sell them $10,000 of stuff, you've now made $500,000. Yeah, uh, you do not want to be in the in the game, especially when you're trying to scale of having to sell ten thousand people mm -hmm. a ten dollar product. Like that's yeah. that's a that's a bad business investment. It As is, a, yeah. uh, you know, if you're writing a business plan, this would not be like a product that they would say that would be uh, wisely wise to invest in or give capital to. Yeah. Um. So we only do it uh, because, because we love to do it. Yeah, because we were compulsed to do it. Mm. And uh, that is what I found in creative entrepreneurship as a whole is like people are generally compulsed to do it. And most people do not understand that compulsion. They understand mm -hmm. the compulsion to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, but most people do not understand creative entrepreneurship because it's not driven by money generally. It's driven yeah. by... Mostly passion. Yeah, by passion and yeah. by uh, impact. And uh, then buy money like to survive. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, we as entrepreneurs, uh, as creative entrepreneurs, get much more satisfaction of someone reading our work than in the money that hits the bank account. And I yeah. think most entrepreneurship is about the opposite. It most is. entrepreneurship is about how do you maximize profit yeah. and minimize loss mm -hmm. and uh, make something that has the highest margin so that you make the most money at the end of the month. And yeah. uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just nothing like- wrong with that. You need to live. Yeah, it's, it's just not a thing that most people that I've ever met in creative entrepreneurship mm -hmm. think they about. They don't think about it. They yeah. think about like, how can I, my stuff resonate more? Mm. How can I have more impact? How can I get more people to read my work or appreciate yeah. my work or like yeah. whatever? But um, they're not really looking at that. And like to their detriment a lot of times mm -hmm. because like that means that they have no money and they generally can't pay rent. And like even mm -hmm. big names are like basically broken. Yeah. And that part sucks. But, um, you know, you there's just the compulsion that is in there. And if that compulsion drives you, then I, I think that it's, easier to just fuel it with writing or mm -hmm. with music or with yeah. whatever than to tamp it down um because like for all of the books that are out there most mm -hmm. of them are just not very good and not very so good books if they're not for good uh mm -hmm. they're not for your original right like, especially if you can be an original voice in the field uh i think that like it's needed but yeah. just go into it knowing that like can you make money doing it? Yes. I know mm -hmm. people who make gobs of money, like yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars a month mm -hmm. in like in, 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 uh, as a writer, but it's never, it's like, it's so much easier to start literally any other company, especially like 
information-based yeah. company. It, uh, I guess it all comes down to like how passionate are you if you want to get into writing and how much writing you've already done. If you're, if you're in it for like, I'm going to write one, my one book and it's going to sell millions, then forget about it. This is not the place to start. Yeah, you know, the thing that uh, makes a career is the back catalog and uh, really mm -hmm. having a series that has a million words in it and has yeah. broken through. So yeah. really, you're not going to be making a lot of money as a writer until you have at least, uh, you know, a, a universe that's got several books in it. But mm -hmm. really, one single series that goes for 10, 15 novels and takes a long time to get that thing, you yeah. know, but it's all about the back catalog. It's all about the back catalog. It's all about getting new people into book one and then having them read through book 15. Yeah. Um, and so the more books you have, the more success you're going to have, but the more costs you're going to have too. So uh, you, you, uh, you've got to take that into account. You know, if you want to make your one book and your one book literary fiction novel, cool. Mm -hmm. But, it's just, you're never going to be able to make a living from it. Uh, yeah. I mean, unless you're like J.D. Salinger, and even he had like jobs, teaching and such. So if yeah. you want to, you know, be a college professor or be a teacher or be a banker or be a plumber and just have this be your job, your like side job that you do yeah. at night. Yeah. You know, that is how literally pretty much every author who's ever lived has done it until done the it. last 30 or so years, hmm. uh, maybe 50 years. Yeah. Uh, 99.9999999% of every author who's ever existed uh, has had a job or been uh, independently wealthy and been able yeah. to write uh, because of that. Uh, so the idea of like a full-time writer is kind of a, um, uh, it's, it's kind of a, uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. It's kind yeah. of like a, a like a, like an outlier that like a human being can make money on their words. Yep, totally makes sense. All right, so at this point, I have some questions for my guests that I ask. Um, and we we've, we've been talking a lot about writing, and and you have, you know, you've done other things, but this this um, touches on what is the one hobby that you wish you got into? I guess uh, drawing. I would love to be able to draw my own work. Mm. Uh, uh, I know you have other people drawing for you. Yeah, I'm a writer, but I'm not an artist. Um, mm -hmm. I never really got into music, um, yeah. cars or any of that other stuff, but mm -hmm. like um, different ways to do storytelling. So some kind of art, digital or, um, or analog art, I think would be the thing that I... I, I've done some of, but mm -hmm. I just, I wish I had really like dived into it or had any talent in it or recognized that it's not about talent before mm -hmm. I was like 35. And, uh, cause now I don't would say it's too late, but, uh, I, I, I think that train has that sailed for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. So you wish you could draw. Cause I think, uh, I was reading a book, uh, by, uh, Scott Adams, the author or the the comic Dilbert, and so he's a writer and an artist, and he he took right he took it took him some time to figure out what his art would look like, and w weaving 
the information or the experiences he's had over time. Right. Yes. I would have liked to be able to do the same. Um, I did draw a book once, but it is not very well drawn. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, I think if I had one hobby mm-hmm. that I had gotten into when I was younger, it probably would have been art. Nice. Our next question is about, you know, what did you want to be when you were a child? The earliest thing that I wanted to be was an actor. Mm. Um, so when I was 16, I was in theater. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to be a uh, to be Kevin Smith, so I wanted to be a director and a cinematographer. Uh, and then I kind of vacillated between director and cinematographer and editor when I was in college. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the first thing I can remember wanting to be was an actor. Nice. Yeah, I think um, that's one of the things that I dabbled in, but I'm I'm still not. I still haven't done enough acting to be like, oh, I'm an actor. But I've talked to some. I've talked to some. And it was uh, really fun talking with them and learning that passion. All right, next question. What is your favorite movie or TV show? And if none, how about a book? Well, I do have a favorite movie or TV show, but I'm going to talk about a book because I love the freaking Hazelwood by mm-hmm. Melissa Albert. It's my favorite book of all time. Yeah. Uh, she just made a second book called The Night Country, which is even better. Nice. Um, and so uh, it is like dark fantasy meets psychological horror meets her own twisted fairy tales. Like she made up an entire book of fairy tales just for like mm-hmm. this series. Yeah. This fairy tales are so demented. Uh, they're like anything like the... The uh, Hans Christian Andersen or Brothers Grimm would like be so proud of like these particular fairy tales. They are mm-hmm. just so good. Yeah, and uh, uh, that's probably the best bit of world building that I've seen in many, 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 many years. Nice. Uh, so that's the one that really made me. Uh, I, I read a lot of books, so if you can make it, it stand out and mm-hmm. uh, just. She, I don't, I don't yeah. even hate that she did it. <laughs> that she like is so good. She's just yeah. like. Just out of this world, like how she builds all of these things in, um, you know, I, 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 I'm not even envious. I'm usually envious of people, but I'm just like so in awe of yeah. that book. Uh, and so uh, in, in a way that I have not been enamored by a book in a long time. And I read a lot of books. That's amazing. That's amazing. All right, next question. I'm going to have to look that one up because I'm not too much of a reader. I do listen to audible fiction uh, stuff. For example, one of my favorite ones uh, on there is um, Armada and Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. Yep. But I think there are some other good ones by, I uh, can't remember his name, but he did, the, did like the one. The red, uh, the red suits or something. Can't remember, but yeah. John Scalzi. John Scalzi, that's the guy. Yep, he's got some good stuff. And what's cool about uh, Audible is that I'll pick anything that Will Wheaton is reading. Yeah, because it's a good he's plan. Got, he's got yeah. So that's a good plan. Yeah, it's a good plan, and and he reads he reads really well. Uh, and and the the character voices that he makes it's it's really cool. 
All right, next question. What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Hmm, what movie would I choose if I could pick the? And I have to go through the entire arc of that movie as the character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, um, uh, if, all right. For, imagine being Matthew Broderick in War Games. No, I wouldn't want that. I think no. I'd have to say Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good. It's not my favorite movie, but yeah. like he has a pretty good day. Yeah, he had a good, um, pretty good day. You know, the the Knives Out movie was also mm-hmm. like I, she ends up pretty good at the end of that. So mm-hmm. maybe that one. Okay. I'm trying to think of like where the character has a windfall and yeah. like uh, at the end. Stranger Than Fiction's a good one. Has yeah. a good ending at the That's end. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I think I think just like simple lighthearted uh uh comedy like ferris bueller's day off would be yeah uh, would, would be a good one or i'm trying to think of one where like n- nothing really happens and like the character just has very little arc but that's not mm-hmm. like an american kind of construction so sure. i i will just i will stick it with uh ferris bueller's day off awesome i like that that was a that was a that's a classic classic movie from our time all right, next question. Who is your favorite superhero? Uh, Domino. Domino has easily the best power because really? her power you, you, is You're going to have to tell me about this guy. So Domino is a mercenary from the Marvel Universe. Uh, okay. She was the uh, Zazie Betts character in Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Her superpower is luck. She's just lucky. And like that's uh... easily... That is, easily the best superpower like it's not even close like 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 luck uh 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 is uh just like it's every other superpower like Mm -hmm. combined into one yeah uh so so yeah uh i love domino i've been trying to convince people that luck was the best superpower for years (laughs) and uh and uh and and finally when but when uh deadpool 2 came out i was like see yeah like look at how lucky she is she just yeah. do stuff like she doesn't have to do she just she just exists and she is lucky she never has to fly or like turn invisible yeah she just like gets out of stuff because of luck <laughs> no that's a really good point that you make man i, I like i like that i and i remember watching deadpool 2 and, and like wow I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and see that i think there's a compilation of all her scenes um on youtube for sure all right next question and this is a this is a this is a cool one because i'm working on something new that's based on this question if you were a board game what would it be if i were a board game what would it be um god i haven't played uh board games i haven't played like board games in the way that uh that that like uh it's not what board game i like best it's like Mm -hmm. what board game would i be yeah um i think i would be super fight super fight and that's the board game oh it's a card game does that okay. count or does that have to be a board well I'm, I'm gonna have to ease up that question i guess <laughs> well i think when you but think yeah. board games you think board games or card games like yeah. super fight is a game where you and uh and 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 another person get a question and you have mm-hmm. to basically put uh, cards down that you have in your hand uh, yeah. to, to, and then fight like, like, like who would win in a fight? Uh, who would win in bed? Who would win in this? And like you have to put this and then you have to argue about who is the 
who wins, and then the third person judges who wins. It's like shark versus uh, bear. Who's going to win? Yes. Uh, so I like that one. Um, uh, I don't like, like I wouldn't be Clue or mm -hmm. like Monopoly or yeah. like Ticket to Ride or yeah. Life uh, or like Trouble. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I would be like, I don't know. Is there one where you stay at home all the time and just like <laughs> uh, 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 eat soup or something? Like that's the one that I would be Maybe like. Life. Like, uh, you know, you just, whatever board game is just like, look at that guy just sitting there. I'm yeah. like, I, I would be you the Sims, <laughs> like the Sims, the Sims like, but like just the guy who like was like not being the Sims guy, just like some guy who existed in the Sims universe. And like, that would be probably the, the thing that I would be if I, okay. if I had to be honest, yeah. like, uh, no, but that's... if I have to be, uh, but if, since it's board games, I'm going to yeah. say super fight, super fight. All right. Fantastic. So, Russell, it was really awesome chatting with you. Thank you so much for sharing your journey on, you know, how you became a writer and, you know, what, what drew you into it. It's really, really awesome, you know, speaking with you and learning about that because, like you said, you know, it's, it's a, something that you just are driven to do because it helps you get your idea out. You know, well, it's so nice to see the other people that it resonates with. Like yeah. that's the that's the best part. Yeah, I mean, I guess the best part is that I haven't killed myself probably because of books and when like writing books, mm -hmm. uh, and it allows me to like flush out all that anxiety. But uh, the second best part is like seeing the people that resonate with and like that that love the books and like like they buy them still. They still buy the weird things that come out of my head and like yeah. that's. That's, that's awesome. pretty awesome, and so uh, yeah, that's uh, th that's that's really it's really special to have that connection with somebody, especially like with comics, but like with novels, like everyone is man is manifesting this like world in their head. It's kind of like I am a a a, 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 a peyote dealer, and I'm like mm -hmm. I'm 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 leading everybody on this trip, and they're all like tripping balls to like the words that I am said, and that's such a such a weird and gratifying feeling to like yeah. be able to like let to, to, to lead a bunch of people on these hallucinations that I've yeah. created from my brain. Nice. No, that, that's uh, that's a really good point. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Building that community and getting to see people, um, you know, you're, you're essentially impacting people in, in one way or, not, or another because you're providing them entertainment value. And that's what that that feedback loop is what keeps you going as well, right? Absolutely. So, Russell, where can my audience find you? Sure. So I do magic, mythology, and monsters. Mm -hmm. uh, my most popular series is called The Godsverse Chronicles. Uh, the first book and demons followed behind her is free on all platforms right now on nice. ebook form. Uh, so you can check that out. You can also go to russellnolte.com mm -hmm. and sign up for my mailing list and get a couple of my most popular comics, a uh, compilation of uh, stories from my, first, uh, from my most popular anthology series, yeah. uh, and a couple of other things. So russellnolte.com or go look up 
and demons followed behind her. I promise you, you will know probably after one page whether you love it or not. Uh, <laughs> so it's not, don't let it sit on your like uh, on, on your Kindle. Just like get it, pop it open and read uh, the prologue. And if yeah. you don't love the prologue, uh, or at least the first chapter, yeah. uh, you know, I'll, please give it the first chapter. The first yeah. chapter is pretty short. And like, yeah. but, but like, if you like the first chapter, you're going to love the book and you're going to love everything that I write. Um, so Fantastic. yeah. I love it. Thank you so much, Russell, for your time. Uh, we'll be sure to include the links and the free book um, that you mentioned in the in the show notes. And you also have a, you said you also have a, uh, a place where people can learn how to write a novel. Oh, yes. If you go to thecompletecreative.com forward slash novel, it will lead you to my free novel writing course. TheCompleteCreative.com is my training academy, which okay. trains creatives how to build better businesses. So there's all nice. sorts of uh, free courses, epic blog posts. And I have a podcast called The Complete Creative, which has had almost 200 episodes on nice. there as well. So Fantastic. I interview creators for how they built and sustained their creative career. It's available on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcast. Again, Beautiful. it's The Complete Creative. Awesome. We'll be sure to include that podcast link as well. Thank you so much, Russell. Have an Happy awesome to be day, here. my friend. Yeah. You too. Take care. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on Hacks and Hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today.